Hey guys, and welcome to another episode. Today, I am sitting down with one of my favorite people in the space, and it's somebody who I've known for, um, I guess, like quite a while in crypto time. Hey, Fuzzy. And um, man, I'm just happy to sit down with you today. Today, we're going to be talking about one of Fuzzy's new projects, which is called StakeMine. And I love the project. I love the idea. But without giving too much away, Fuzzy, why don't you tell us, like, what exactly is StakeMine, and where did this idea actually come from? Okay, so... StakeMine is a tool that's made for the specific purpose of uh, creating a middle ground for investors and creators and the users of the EOS ecosystem. So we can essentially create a middle ground that lowers the risk for all of them and increases the chances that they're going to be actively participating in the network because of that lowering of the risk on all of their parts. So I don't want to take, I don't want to like, I want to try to boil it down as much as possible. Obviously there's a lot more to it than that, but um, the goal overall for stake mine is to let people leverage their bandwidth to get into different dApps and that will lower the risk, but please continue and, Feel free to say anything else that you have for me. No, man. It, it was funny because, um, of course, you know, like uh, all the rage in EOS are like these decentralized gambling applications. And um, you and I had the pleasure of getting wrecked on a couple together, just uh, just brotherly uh. wrecked. Um, you know, like, I mean, you play the game, you, you get what you get. We both know what we get into every time we buy these things. But um, uh. for me, that's what this thing is solving. Instead of essentially, instead of getting wrecked, you can use bandwidth. Like, do you want to talk a little bit about kind of the problem that this is solving and kind of like how this kind of hit you with this little hallelujah eureka moment? Well, there's a couple things. Um, one was in the earliest days, like when they were announcing EOS, we we're talking about bandwidth tokens and using resources as, as a means of, investing into projects and this actually dates back to steam and whale shares when we were doing things with whale shares on this front um so the problem is that we see most often in these icos and these distributions of tokens is you get a token usually with your primary token which might be you know in this case it's eos and you get this token in return for hard-earned eos and now you're like, okay, I'm going to go use this website. I'm going to go try it out. I'm going to do these things. And you might participate in, in the DAP or whatever. But what happens if that DAP says, okay, well, we got a bunch of tokens sold. We made our money. We want to retire to an island somewhere and just disappear, right? In that case, the most likely ch – chance that that's going to happen is when people don't when they get the money up front before they really have much to show right so during those early stages of adapts development it is very risky for somebody to buy into it and one of the key things i think about stake mine is if bandwidth is valuable to them it's valuable to them because they want to run adapt they have something that at least works right yeah. something you can at least try Otherwise, the, the bandwidth really isn't too valuable for them. So it kind of solves that problem where an, a person who wants to buy into a token, instead of having to buy in with their EOS, they buy their EOS one time, they lock it away, 
taking it off the market so other people can't buy it. And then they use their bandwidth to buy into apps on the apps on the actual EOS network. So what that does is essentially it creates an incentive for people for more people to buy EOS and lock it up. And what does that do? That hypothetically would take a bunch of tokens off the market and increase demand at the same time, which gives us a favorable supply uh, demand curve, right? Yeah. Uh, and should theoretically increase the value of the network, kickstart more dApps because more people are getting into dApps and wanting to try them. And when they earn tokens, they want to learn about those dApps. And also lowers the risk for dApp developers because they don't have to buy into EOS to launch their MVP. Yeah. Um, they can launch an MVP with limited resources funded by a grassroots community who gets in on the tokens early on. And hey, if it, if it fails, what are you out? You're out your bandwidth. Your EOS is still in your is still locked away safely in your vault, and you're just going out and seeking the next DAP that you want to be part of, right? Yeah. So the, the there are multiple kinds of problems that it solves, but the chief one is trying to level the playing field and, and kind of align those interests and lower risk for all those parties. Yeah, that's a really good explanation. So kind of like as a test case. Jimmy, I don't know why I always use Jimmy. It's just for some reasons, first name that pops in my head. Jimmy wants to, he wants to, you know, he wants to go out. There's a new application. It's maybe it's a decentralized gambling application. It needs a bunch of tokens in order to be able to operate, right? So uh -huh. they would come to you and they would say, hey, Fuzzy, um, I need bandwidth in order to be able to run my application. Now, alternatively, Jimmy has been wrecked like a thousand times. And we both know Jimmy. Maybe there's a little bit of Jimmy in all of us. Um, but, but Jimmy wants to be able to get some of these gambling tokens. And now instead of having to spend EOS, he just has to allocate his bandwidth. So the application wins, Jimmy's getting tokens just for giving out his bandwidth. The application goes sideways. Um, then, then, I mean, really like what did Jimmy lose as you're kind of saying nothing. And I think that that's just, I think that that's super cool. What kind of stage are you at right now? Um, we are in the alpha stage of it. Like the, the contract is working. Uh, it's working on the Kylin network, nice. uh, K-Y-L-I-N, and that's an EOS test net. Um, so it's working there right now, and people are testing it. We do have a front end for it, but we also have uh, Jonathan, who is the guy who's working on the front end. He, he, he has an initial front end, but he said that he wants to make it prettier, so he's working on a new one. Um, but we do have something up and running as far as on the Kylin test net right now. And we urge people to get into the alpha, help us find bugs and such. And we're writing the white paper and we're, we're getting uh, all that stuff about ready to, to release as well. Yeah, so we're, we're getting close to where we need to be on it. It's, it's just, you know, you, you always want to add more as you're, as you're doing things. So. Of course. For me, it's rewarding, Fuzzy, because you've been described by a lot of people. And I would actually describe you as the same person. If somebody turns around, gives you 10 bucks you turn around and give 30 to five people you're always giving man. So um, like I, this is something I want to see you win. I think you deserve this. I think you work so hard and it's nice to see something that's kind of this innovative of a project coming together and there's a lot of people getting excited about it. So I definitely want to encourage people to come and check out the stake mine telegram. What does the future hold for stake mine fuzzy? What's like the next stage? Well, I think the first things first, we need to make sure that the, the user experience is relatively simple, straightforward, 
for both the people who want to go on and list bandwidth yep. and people who want to go on and list tokens, right? Because it will be kind of like Craigslist where you look at both, look for both from either side. You can look for people who are selling tokens for their bandwidth, or people who are uh, buying bandwidth. For sure. So you can do either one. Now, from there, we're obviously going to want to take it a little bit further, right? We have things like the idea of dapathons and initial bandwidth offerings are kind of what this is. But I personally, I think one of the coolest things about this that EOS people should be as pump, more pumped up about than anything is that essentially, if you think about staking being the new mining, the reason why we say staking is the new mining is because if I want to go out and lease uh, a Bitcoin mining contract, right? There's a big industry that leases Bitcoin mining contracts. And what that essentially is, is if I'm a person who operates a bunch of ASICs that are mining, I want to sometimes lease those out to other people to kind of offset some of my risk, right? To kind of increase some, some profits that are always going to come in and my cash flows and lower my overall risk. But what they're doing is they're giving, they're offloading that risk on to other people who may benefit from it, but they also may not. Because Bitcoin, when you do that, you're paying a certain amount of money or Bitcoin for the rights to mine and hoping that you're going to get enough Bitcoin out of it during that time that it's worth it, yeah. right? Now, that's a one-time thing. Once you've done that, if you don't get all of the Bitcoin back that you put in, well, you lost it, or you can risk it again and try to hopefully get back to where you were, and you might. But over time, you're going to see that it's go there are going to be more time. It's going to be riskier, right? So instead of doing that, instead of going out and buying Bitcoin, sending it for a mining contract, lease, what can you do with EOS? Instead of buying the Bitcoin and using it once, you buy the EOS, you lock it up, and you use it perpetually to get into a bunch of different dApps. And once you get into these dApps, what's the likelihood? You're going to probably want to know a lot about those dApps because you hold tokens in them. And because you did put something that you do, you know, that is a limited resource for you, even though it's perpetual. So you have the incentive to even become kind of a, a, a guru on these different dApps that you participate in these investments with, right? And you're doing it again at a zero cost basis for yourself. Um, all you're doing is you're quite literally just putting your bandwidth in and getting DAP tokens in return. And if it goes up significantly, it's an exponential return. If it goes to zero, well, you still have your EOS. I love it. It's a win-win, man. Mm -hmm. I think what you're doing is really cool, but I'm not really surprised because I think a lot of the things that you do are really cool. But, uh, Fuzzy man, I'm not going to keep you too much longer. I really hope that you're going to sit down with me when um, things come a little bit further together. I'm going to make sure that I post all your info below, particularly that Telegram. Go hit up Fuzzy. He's one of the most approachable, nicest dudes on Telegram. Um, where else can people find out more if they want to get involved or maybe they want to consider um, leasing their bandwidth or maybe an application wants to come talk to you about being involved in the alpha? Uh, I would definitely say go to the Telegram. That's, that's where we're going to be doing all the community stuff, all the, the talking I want to talk in the open with dabs when they come. Obviously, they can PM me. I'm at official fuzzy on there. Um, but the Telegram, which is at stake mine or T 
bit.ly forward slash stake mine, just as you would imagine, S-T-A-K-E-M-I-N-E. And when you go there, just say hi to everybody. Feel free to read the pinned message. If you need to understand more, feel free to ask questions and uh, make sure that you get a testnet account if you want to try out uh, the process early and give us some input as we're in the formative stages. I love it, man. Stake mine. Staking is the new mining. I love, I, Fuzzy Man, I love you. Love what you do, bro. And uh, I can't wait to talk to you again sometime soon. Bye, Thank man. you. See you, buddy.